Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. You're listening to Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor in conversation with Neve Farrell from Ham Sandwich. They're about to release their fourth album, Magnify. And I'm very excited to hear what's going on in this record because uh, Ham Sandwich have always been one of my favourite Irish bands, uh, certainly of the last number of years, certainly as long as I've been doing this. Um, Neve might be known to her friends and family as Neve Farrell, but she seems to be known a lot online as Neve Ham Sandwich. <laughs> Neve, how do you feel about your identity being tied up with the band? I love it. I love it, actually. You know, it's kind of like I I almost have sort of two sides to my personality. Like, there, as you say, there's Neve Farrell. And I mean, my family and friends do say that to me, like I'm a different person on stage. Like it's, you know, so there is maybe a sort of Neve sandwich character that, <laughs> that I like to, you know, gets me kind of into the mood. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird one, isn't it? I've noticed that over the last number of years, a lot of musicians are referred to by first name, band name. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, yeah. It's, uh, it, why is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a nice way of kind of identifying yourself online, I think. I mean, and I mean, for myself, there's three or four Neve Farrells in the music industry in Ireland. And I regularly would get the odd message from somebody saying, oh, I loved your version of this song. And I'm thinking, I've never done that. I've never sang that song. And they're just, you know, so it's like, so it kind of saves that kind of uh, message about people get to know me as Neve Sandwich, you know, rather than (laughs) Neve Farrell. (laughs) It's a gas one. Um, Right, so the album Magnify, it's coming out on the 30th of September. We've heard a few singles from us. The latest one, uh, certainly the latest one that I've heard is All My Blood. And, it, it kind of took me by surprise because it's a bit of a stripped back affair compared to what I've been hearing from Ham Sandwich as singles over the last while. There's a lovely interplay between yourself and Podge's vocals on it. I'm wondering how this song came about because it's not a traditional single and I'm using air quotes for people who can't see it because it's a podcast. You know, it's not a kind of a two and a half minute banger that's kind of in and out. It's a lot more introspective. Yeah. How did you choose yes, that one? It was definitely, I mean, the thing about the, the, as you say, the singles we released before All My Blood were definitely more sort of electro, kind of synthy, a bit more more kind of dancey side of stuff. And uh, All My Blood was just kind of, it, it was written um, at probably around the beginning of, no, around the end of 2019, actually, because we were actually doing it at some gigs um, when we were testing out some new material before, you know, kind of we went into all the lockdowns and all that. And um, yeah, people really seemed to love it. And it was just like a kind of a, one of those happy accident songs. We like we were well aware of the interplay with the vocals with me and Podge. I think that's something we've kind of honed in on definitely over the years as kind of the you know, one of the kind of sounds of ham sandwiches that is the vocals with the two of us. So we always want to have that on the album and not go too far away from that. You know, you don't want to stay the same, but you also, you want to hold on to the little bits that the fans seem to enjoy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so All My Blood was kind of, that was in the backs of our minds. And then the idea that we wanted to do a sort of like a nice little short acoustic tune, um, that we, uh, 
that we, you know, kind of had a good bit of heart behind it. And the All My Blood, you know, it's kind of the lyrics kind of touch on the subject of somebody being there for somebody so much that you would give all the blood in your body to save them from whatever they're going through, you know, and it's about um, supporting people in a time of need and stuff like that. And we, we just kind of, we all resonated with the lyrics, um, you know, from both sides of the story, really. And uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a song that seems to be picked up when we do live gigs and we do it at a gig. It's the one that people will say to us after I absolutely love that the blood song as people call this, you know, so it's kind of, it's really nice. It seems to be, it seems to really be kind of touching a nerve with people in terms of that they, they're definitely connecting with that song, which is, you know, the, one of the reasons we, we kind of wrote it, do you know what I mean? To have, to connect it with people and, um, yeah, and to kind of the the album is a is a real mixed bag, but I think this one is the one that kind of really harks back to the the ham sandwich, the thread of myself and Podge and our vocals and things things like that, and the harmonies and stuff, you know. Yeah, okay, because that's the one thing that really st- struck stuck out for me um, with this song was I th- I mean y- you're a hundred percent correct in what you say about you know, the interplay between the two voices, that's always been there. But maybe it's because this one, production-wise, is so stripped back, the mm. vocals are clearly at the forefront, you know. And, yeah. and, and that's not, that's, that's, that's no disrespect to Electrowave or, 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 or anything else that has come previously, mm-hmm. um, you know, but that's got more of a kind of a beat to it. This is just, I, I can imagine in a live setting where things are kicking off, this is not to say Ham Sandwich are a boring band, I don't mean that, when things are kicking <laughs> off and then like it's it's the light and the shade and then you pull it back and you do Absolutely. this it's it's another gear you know what I mean yeah it definitely is and it's and we we enjoy doing that at our gigs we kind of we will work out a set list where we will have kind of give you kind of need to give people a break I think as well from the kind of relentlessness of like a full band and it is nice to have a song that we can strip it all back to you know a guitar and vocals and and it works you know uh, as the, uh, those bare bones like it still works you know what I mean so and it's and it's a very really enjoyable song to sing generally I think when we were doing it at the end of 2019 what we were doing was we were starting the gig with with that song but we were kind of doing it not on the stage kind of in the middle of the crowd you know so it, it's nice to do stuff like that as well I think and kind of it definitely brings the audience it, you know it brings us all together right from the very get-go which i love excellent have you got a good uh, person doing syncing for you or have you have you got Dude, i know doing? yeah because <laughs> yeah. i tell you why i was just i saw a trailer a couple, last week for this new interview with the vampire series and i was going mm. oh my blood and it's a beautiful song that would you have to sell that to them that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be lovely. It'd be, yeah. at, at, at a really kind of critical emotional point in the story to have this song come in and underpin something. It'd be lovely. Yeah, we should look into that for sure, I think. Yeah. There you go. Right. You can have that one for free. Lovely. Yeah, we'll sort that out. <laughs> um, right. So, um, so this is your fourth album, uh, Magnify. Am I correct, Neve, in saying that the, the last album was 2015's Stories from the Surface? 2015 yeah. yeah yeah and there was, was a couple of singles yeah. and stuff along the way uh, but but yeah so there was I, I, yeah but that yeah. was the last album we released so the if if covid hadn't come along 
would I be correct in saying this album would probably have been out pre sooner than 2022? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. had, as I, as I was saying, like we, we were doing gigs at the end of 2019 and we had uh, kind of three or four new songs kind of on the go. We would kind of play them at gigs and stuff like just to be testing them out, you know, yeah. and then, and then when it kind of hit, hit the lockdowns kind of hit, we just, you know, we adapted and we, we adapted to a way of writing where we could write separately and we could record separately, uh, you know, in our houses and stuff. So we just had to learn a new way of working, really. I mean, it did 100% it stretched the album date out, <laughs> you know, by about a year and a half. <laughs> but, you know, it was, uh, it, it kind of meant when we were when we were writing and recording and we were recording at home and we were recording all these demos it meant that we, when we eventually got to the studio we had 12 really well-rounded demos to work from whereas we would have went into the studio before and we would have been writing songs in, in the studio and putting a lot of pressure on ourselves and stuff you know so it kind of worked out well then because I, we had we really had a great time in the studio recording this new album because we had a really, really solid idea of where we wanted all the songs to go. We had had that extra time to take up with the songs. And because as well, we kind of had decided on a lot of stuff before we got to the studio. There was, you know, there was no messing about. It was, we were in there and we were, we were working and we were recording. There was no kind of second guessing because we had already done all that <laughs> previously. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it worked out quite well, actually. Is that a model you think you might carry through for the future? Well, definitely in terms of, I mean, definitely in terms of recording things at home, because we all have the capacity now, you know, to kind of do that and to know how to do that. And that definitely did really, really help in the mo in the times where we couldn't uh, meet up, yeah. you know, we could, we could, we could, we could still work essentially. Um, so yeah, I think we definitely would keep, you definitely keep that on for sure. And uh, recording at home, I think we all we all really enjoyed it as well, which was good. Like, no, I don't think any of us really felt like it was a chore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. So this is your fourth album then. How, yep. how do Ham Sandwich as a band keep things interesting musically? How do you challenge yourself? How do you, how do you say, right, let's not go out and make White Fox 2? Or, or whatever, you know, our stories mm, yeah. surface too. How, how do you say, right, what can we do here that we haven't said before or done before? Um, I think you just have to be aware that like, it. I mean, it's not a bad thing being kind of, you know, a similar band to you were in the previous album. Yeah. But I think you should always tr really try and evolve. And that's what we've tried to do with every album. We've always kind of, we, we just kind of try and look at the music a bit differently. And like for this album, there's like definitely a bit more kind of synth sounds and stuff like that. But then again, that came from the recording process because Darcy was working on a laptop with his MIDI keys and stuff. So, you know, that kind of, it kind of drove the album in a direction, you know, almost organically. And um, we just kind of went along with it. And you know, all the while you obviously do want to keep the elements that you know people enjoy, um, but while also keeping it interesting for yourself. Um, and I think we did that. I mean, we we love our live shows. That's where, you know, we, we absolutely love doing live shows. 
So that's also in the back of your mind is how are these songs going to sound live? How can we make it interesting for people and for ourselves playing these songs? You know, so there's a lot of factors kind of going in on top of each other then to 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 make the album in the end, you know? Mm, yeah. So I, I haven't heard the full album yet. Um, so I've heard the singles. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's Electro Wave, All My Blood, and uh, there was another one. Um, God, what's the other one? Les Soleil, uh, is it? Les Soleil, yeah. Sorry, There you go. I've done a huge amount of research. Uh, I, the, I always couldn't remember <laughs> there for a second. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, or listening forward to hearing it because uh, I, I've always enjoyed your stuff in the past. I, I was reading through some of the notes that um, I got from your people ahead of this. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you're working with a producer, Michael Heffernan, yeah. on this record. I'd like to know what do you think Michael brings to the table with respect to the ham sandwich record? I think Michael definitely brought like a freshness. You know what I mean? For sure. He definitely brought, I mean, we the last three albums we did, we worked with Carl Odlum and kind of with this album, we, uh, we kind of, you know, we knew we wanted to take a little bit of a risk and go for somebody new and try work with somebody new. So we we looked into it and we, you know, looked into a few people and Michael was the one who just stood out. And um, it was very important also that, you, like, it's very important that you get on with the person as well yeah. as kind of musically and stuff. And we all got on like a house on fire, which was absolutely brilliant. And yeah, he just, he just brought, like, he brought a kind of, freshness and an urgency to it um which really kept us going you know what I mean sometimes you know you're you're in and you're recording and stuff and you need a bit of a kick up the arse like he wouldn't be afraid to be like right come on let's let's do this you know Mm. um which is great and he was he loved all the tracks he loved what we were doing which is really 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 important because you want somebody who's invested in what you're doing you know and believes in what you're doing because then you'll get the best out of them and they'll get the best out of you then. And uh, yeah, he really did. He just like, it was, it was an incredibly enjoyable time recording the album when we done it. And yeah, I would say he definitely brought a freshness to Ham Sandwich and a new way of looking at kind of sounds that we would have on the album and harmonies that we were using. And you know what I mean? Just a di- mm. just a, from a different viewpoint, which made all the difference, I think, in in this album and how it sounds, for sure. Let's say I don't know what a record producer does. Hmm. Could you describe what the role is? <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> they're like they're like some sort of cross between. They know that you know they re- they record everything. They. Um, kind of would like be would map drums and would kind of take charge of the recording and what microphones using and what amps they were using and what sounds you wanted to get out of things and um yeah also just like a a friend as well you know there's kind of different like there's definitely different uh things under the umbrella of producer you know um but yeah primarily just like looking after the recording side of things and knowing what's what how if we described a sound to him let's say on a guitar he would be able to be like okay well we need to use this amp and we need to use this pedal and this is how we go about doing this you know what I mean so an extensive knowledge 
of mm. <laughs> how things need to sound. <laughs> I, I, I heard a, a description once, I can't remember who it is to, to, to attribute it to them, but they said a good producer is like a musician whisperer. They can just get things yeah. out of you that you didn't Absolutely. expect. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And the thing is as well, a lot of the time musicians you know, I, I, with us anyway, like we might not have the vocabulary to tell a producer in the way that they would understand it from from their learnings. You know what I mean? So I, I, exactly as you say, like definitely a musician whisperer, they they know how to translate <laughs> the absolute waffle that we come out with to, to, to explain how we want something to sound. Yeah. The best one I ever heard, a friend of mine is a producer, he heard it. Somebody was in the studio with him and they said, I want it to sound like a ghost running up a ladder. There you I go. Mean, <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> just pure and nonsense. Somehow they got, and somehow they got there, you know, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is Irish Beats in conversation with Neil Farrell of Ham Sandwich. Uh, their new album, Magnify, will be released on the 30th of September 2022. Perhaps you're listening to this in the future. That's a future date, or perhaps it is in the past. Um, either way, we're chatting with Neve. Uh, she's been telling us about uh, how the album was made, uh, how the songs were written and prepared during COVID. And now you are gearing up for album release, which is always a busy time uh, hence you're talking to the likes of me in my attic and you in your kitchen um, <laughs> one of the things that ham sandwich are doing this time around is you're doing a set of vinyl listening parties now get could you describe what these are and how these would work well basically um it, we just kind of wanted to do something a bit different to anything we've done before we'd never really uh, done a listening party and we had you know kind of seen other people doing it and thought you know it's it's an interesting thing to do especially I think because we've been away for so long and there's you know there's kind of fans of the band like are really excited to hear the album so it kind of gives them a chance to hear it before it's out so the idea is we have a we have a li vinyl listening party we listen through the tracks you know, maybe three at a time. We're not going to make people sit there and <laughs> listen to the whole album in silence. <laughs> so maybe like we break break up the album, we, you know, we kind of have a chat about the songs and how they were written. We'll also do a small acoustic set ourselves. And yeah, and then just ch chat to the folks who came along if they want to, if they want to chat to us. Um, and yeah, it's just exciting. It'll be exciting to see people's, what people think about the new music because we've kind of kept this album very close to our chests. We would, we would always be terrible on previous albums, sending out demos to friends and family and, you know, kind of giving it to everybody being like, what do you think of this? But we really, really kept this one kind of close to our chest. So it's mad um, that people are going to be, are going to be able to start listening to us soon, very soon. <laughs> are you nervous? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, it's just it's 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 nerve wracking just to get to that point where it gets out, because then once it's out there in the world, there's nothing you can do about it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, no. The reason I, is I, I can see where you're coming from, but like the idea of somebody listening to this for the first time in front of you and their reaction mm. is going to be all over their face. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to. I'm going to be watching everybody like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's 
it's it's a kind of a scary one because you like it is you're saying you're doing these in small venues or small mm. intimate locations. So, for example, there's one on the 18th of September, which is this current Sunday, uh, in Cakeface in Kilkenny. Now I know Cakeface quite well; it's a beautiful spot. Um, yeah, but it's small. There's nowhere it to is hide. Small, yeah. No, there's nowhere to hide at all. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but on the, um, on, on no, the, uh, but you, you can eat some nice scones and things as well, and yeah. lovely coffee. So, yeah. But I like I I really enjoy kind of little intimate gigs like that and stuff. So and that's the way I think I I look at it is that it's 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 a gig, you know, and uh, we will yeah. be playing a few tunes and. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 good that people will be getting to listen to the album, and you know, at the end of the day, like they can think whatever they want. You know, the whole the whole thing with this album is, we just wanted to write an album that we enjoyed playing live, that we all were really really proud of, um, and I think we done that. So you know, everything else uh, is a bonus, whatever people think of it. You know, that's a very healthy attitude because no matter what happens, <laughs> you've won. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. exactly. Like we've made something and we had a great time making it and we had lots of fun making it. Um, you know what I mean? So it's a nice thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's a really, uh, it's a thing that I'm very, very proud of. And it's actually the only album, interestingly enough, that I've willingly went back and listened to. The other three albums, I always had difficulty listening back. Like if, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to listen to it. It would just, I don't know. I just didn't like the, I'd be very self-critical, but now yes. maybe it's my old, old age or whatever. I, I'm not as self-critical as I used to be. So I, it's, and I actually really enjoy listening to the, to the album now, which is great. It's, you're not the first musician who said that. Uh, I've, yeah. I've heard that from numerous people. Um, mm. but it's, it, it is, it's a weird one because I'd imagine when you're recording and, and throughout the process, you listen to things a million times and then oh, different so variations much. things so it can be very hard to say listen to something objectively to go back and just yeah. listen to it for, for for the work that it is without knowing all the background of it i mean um yeah it's a, it's it's a t- and i know you probably pick out like small little things that nobody else notices um exactly but, that's the know. thing as well but it is like yeah it, yeah it's uh it's nice to be able to listen back to it now and I'm, I'm not be kind of in, in my own head. Like I can, I feel like I can actually objectively listen to it. And, uh, yeah, we just, yeah, we just, we hope people like it. It's it, like, it's, it's exciting and it's nerve wracking, but at the end of the day, like we did make something that we're, we're very proud of. So. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, well, I look forward to listening to it. Um, the, Deadly. the, have you got any other gigs lined up, uh, like regular gigs? Because I, I like I see that there was some gigs up on your website from like during the summer. But is there anything yeah. kind of coming into the winter period, or m- maybe you can't say? No, we've actually we have a tour um, uh, that's been announced, and uh, we're going to be taking in the Set Theatre in Kilkenny, um, an amazing venue. I absolutely love yeah. that venue. It's oh, and we all do you know what we always have great fun in the, that venue. I don't know what it is about that gig, but every time we've played the set in Kilkenny, we just have the best crack. The audience are just so much fun, and we always have great crack chatting to them afterwards and everything. So that I'm looking forward to that, and we've loads of other dates as well. And um, we're hitting up Galway and Cork and Dundalk and um, Dublin as well. So yeah, it's exciting to be back out on the road again and we'll be playing 
new songs uh, at these gigs as well. So we still have to work out how we're going to play them live, but I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'm sure when that's announced, all the details will be up on the website and your, your social Absolutely media channels. Absolutely, up on all so. our social media and everything, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, hamsandwichmusic.com is the website and you can just kick that's off it. everything from there. Um, I, I want to ask you a kind of a, a, a slightly left to centre question and it's about kind of the ethos of a band and maybe the character of mm-hmm. of the lot of you. So there's something that has always struck me about your music is that there's a bit of a kind of a sci-fi element to it. Um, and I, like I think it's very, that was kind of right on the nose with with a song like Apollo, with the yeah. kind of the, the the disco dancing astronaut android thing, yeah. uh, or even like more more recently like Electro Wave was quite um, there's, there's that kind of it's not Blade Runner because that's not it's not it doesn't sound like Vangelis but it has that yeah. kind of sci fi feel to it. Are you a big bunch of nerds? <laughs> well, I think. Probably, yeah. Like, it, it, like if you think about it, for sure. I mean, I was definitely incredibly nerdy, and I'm not not saying ner- like nerd is not a bad thing, but I was definitely a nerd when I was a teenager. Like, yes. I was 100. percent I mean, I was. I went to Buffy conventions. Um, I absolutely, you know, I loved uh, anything about aliens. I loved like you know kind of ufo stuff and everything like and i was into kind of ghosts and like paranormal stuff and like i was into loads of stuff like that yeah and like big into music and everything yeah i was definitely i was definitely a nerd yeah for sure <laughs> yeah hey, i still I'm, am I'm a, though i suppose yeah yeah i'm a card carrying member of the, the nerd club which is not i suppose it's mainstream culture now uh, it's not not like that's exactly it yeah. yeah it totally is yeah yeah but is is there anything that you would kind of maybe draw on for inspiration or that maybe has consciously or even subconsciously influenced the songs that are on magnify well there's one like there's one song in particular that um uh, it's called Julian and we're actually going to be releasing that um, alongside the release of the album. And it's kind of, uh, it, it was an interesting song. It was Darcy came with the music and he kind of had this idea of like, you know, maybe the lyrics could be about stalking was the first thing or like be, kind of being obsessed with somebody. And I kind of took that idea and I took it to a place of like, obsession with an idol you know or kind of like you know when you're younger the obsession with a a rock star or a movie star or something on how that kind of takes over your whole being when you're when you're 16 or 15 you know and that kind of feeling of like idolizing somebody so I kind of had that in my head when I was writing the lyrics and then um, it's called Julian after Julian Casablancas because <laughs> ah, right, I was obsessed with, you know, the strokes and Julian and stuff. And it was just kind of, yeah, we just kind of tied that to to him, you know, but um, the whole, the kind of song isn't directly about him, if you get me. It's kind of more about the idea of, of obsessing over an idol and like almost obsessing so much that the posters on your wall come to life and you know your imagination when you're when you're that age and like you know what I mean so it's it's kind of takes all of that in which I really enjoy I've never I've like we've always kind of written about relationships and relationships between people and stuff but this album's definitely more 
and a real mixed bag, like a mixture of like talking about connections between friends, about connections between your bandmates, a connection, you know, or like the song Good Friday at the end of the album is kind of a sort of almost like a little love letter to the to Ham Sandwich and where we came from and, you know, and kind of and the journey of the band almost in a nutshell. Um, so, yeah, it was nice. I really enjoyed writing some of the songs on this album because it kind of definitely took me out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, I might have always kind of relied on writing about relationships and broken hearts and stuff. And so I, I really enjoyed writing something different and being given that challenge, you know. Brilliant. I'm re- I, I, I'm mad to hear this record now. <laughs> um, so it, it so it's coming out on the 30th of September and I'm going yeah. to assume based on that you said that there's vinyl listening parties that there's going to be physical copies of this available too. Um, will they be available from the 30th? Will they be available at the get-go? They will, yeah. They'll be available at the get-go. Yeah, we can't wait. I actually can't wait to see it physically in my hands <laughs> on vinyl. <laughs> You know, um, it's very exciting. We, we The artwork is a painting by um, Derek Smith from Kells. And it's kind of a multicolored drip painting that he does. And we, we love them for, for a long time. We've loved his art. And, you know, we were we were delighted when he commissioned a, a, a special one just for us, just for the album cover. And uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see that on vinyl. The word on the, on the street is the vinyl, people who are printing it in the vinyl in Dublin Vinyl have all said that it's their one of their favourite album covers for a long time uh, printed out on vinyl so I'm, so I'm very excited to see it I can't wait and I think we have like special I think the vinyl is a special kind of colour new vinyl and stuff so yeah it's, I can't wait to get my hands on one <laughs> yeah I mean th- what what is it about the physical product that kind of excites you I think it's a like. I hate to say. I hate to sorry. I hate to say the word product. Sorry. I hate. I. I, I, Yeah. I I use the word product. That makes it sound like it's a nut or a bolt. I don't mean it like that. So (laughs) when when you know, I mean the physical expression Mm. of your music. That's probably a better way of putting it. Sorry. No, I stopped you in your tracks. But (laughs) no, you're grand. I definitely think like for the for the vinyl, it's you know it's that kind of it's definitely nostalgia for myself anyway, and it's it's the whole ritual as well of sitting down and you know opening up a vinyl and like reading the lyrics that would have been a big thing for me when I was buying vinyl was like you know the lyrics sheet and reading all the lyrics or you know in the folds and I love I absolutely love that taking out the vinyl and seeing what was on the vinyl itself and it's definitely like a a really kind of it's almost like a calming kind of ritual I find like take you know kind of doing all your bits and setting it down on the record player and bringing the needle across and as well that you have to listen to the album from start to finish. I love that. And I think there's albums out there that are it's very important that you listen to them like that. And vinyl doesn't let you get away from that. You can't really go. You, you can, but you shouldn't because you could damage the vinyl <laughs> if you're going skipping about the place all the time. It's easy to do that on Spotify, but with a vinyl, like you've set the needle down on one side and you just let it play through. And then you flip it over, you know, so I love that whole ritual. And, and yeah, it just reminds me of, of being younger. And I still have loads of vinyl that, you know, that I had when I was younger. And I just love it. It's just such a lovely thing. It's a it's a piece of art, you know. Yeah, 
It really is. It is. It is. Mm. It's, um, I got a copy yesterday in the post of um, Soda Blonde's album. Uh, Amazing. Talk, which, which, which is from last year, but uh, uh, they, they ran out of copies and they did a reprinting and I was very mm-hmm. lucky enough to, to purchase one. And I had it, uh, it arrived yesterday and I was listening to it yesterday in the kitchen, which is where I have my turntable set up because I spend most of my time in the kitchen. And mm. uh, the my kids were drawn in by the album cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know because they were, they were looking at this picture and going what's going on here and they've, that's happened a few times mm. that they'll get pulled in by the artwork which you really don't get from yeah a digi- digital distribution I mean there, there's absolutely not you know you have your whole world of music in your phone and that, that that's very convenient it's great when you're going out for a walk but yeah it's um, yeah there's, there's something there's a, a difference in seeing the artwork like you can see it on a you know on a tiny little telephone screen you know and it's really <laughs> tiny little square of artwork but then here you go like here's this vinyl and I and I get what you're saying about the interest in vinyl covers like I always remember I think it was a Cat Stevens vinyl that my dad had when I was younger and it was an illustration on the front and the amount of things in this illustration, like it's really, it's a picture of somebody's living room maybe, but it's just full of stuff, you know, and there's like, you could sit and I remember just sitting looking at this and like finding all these different things in it. And you don't get that with a small little square on a screen, you know, so I completely understand that it's, it, you know, it's, uh, it makes it so much more uh, interesting to have something like that in your hands and, you know, and or, or even hang it up on your wall as a piece of art itself. You know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> your favorite albums, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Ham Sandwiches new album Magnify is released on the 30th of September. Uh, the single All My Blood is out now. And as he said, the, the new one, Julian, will be released alongside uh, the, the album as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the vinyl listening parties are happening and uh, you've also mentioned that there is a tour planned and keep your eye on hamsandwichmusic.com for updates on that. Neve, I wish you all the best with the album. Um, I'm very much looking forward to hearing it and uh, hopefully uh, f- displaying the artwork on the in my kitchen uh, and the kids might get yeah. drawn into that one as well. <laughs> I love <laughs> so it. I hope, they, I hope they like it. Thanks for so having me on, Rob. <laughs> That's great. Neve, thank you very much. Thanks, Emil. Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor on Beat 102-103.